in today's show. We look ahead to Sunday, Super Bowl Sunday, streaming action for fantasy basketball. Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at basketballmonster.com and you can find me on Twitter as always at redrock underscore beeble, on TikTok at redrock underscore beeble and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Today's episode is brought to you by LinkedIn. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates that you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NBA. Thank you for making Locked On Fantasy Basketball your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. It's going to be a weird show, and if you are watching this one, you're truly a sicko, and I do appreciate it. It's going to be a weird one, because there's only two games on tomorrow. But remember, set your lineups early. It's Super Bowl Sunday. There are two games on, and they start at 2 p.m. and 3 p.m. Eastern. So if you're like me, living in Australia or in a different time zone, you've got, you got to get your lineup set. It starts at 6 a.m. here, 7 a.m. for the second game. There's only two games on. So our streaming options are limited. You might want to consider using any available waiver ads on more longer-term situations or preparing for next week, for the uh, um, uh, the All-Star break week with the, the, eight, the eight days worth of games on across week 18 and 19, if there's nothing that appeals to you. There are a few names that do stand out as options, and they're going to be covered across all of this streaming uh, that we're going through. So, warning. Let's get it on, Gilly. <laughs> <laughs> all right. You're going to see a lot of the same names. I don't expect this is going to be a particularly long show. That's okay. Yahoo Points Leagues. These are some guys that are available in over 40% of leagues. Ojananobi remains out for the Raptors. Actually, I might as well just tell you who the games are. It's Memphis and Boston, and then it's Toronto and Detroit are the only two games that are on. So, um, yeah, paying attention to what's happening injury-wise with those teams, we know that Luke Kennard is probably going to play. Stephen Adams is going to be out. We know that uh, Marcus Smart is out. Jalen Brown is out. But uh, Brogdon and Horford are likely to play um, in Boston. I'll just go through this now. Detroit has no Bagley. The James Wiseman thing, no idea. No idea because we don't know whether that trade is going through. I thought we'd get some resolution, but I'm highly, highly skeptical that Wiseman is going to be available to play um, in this game just given... The fact that, you know, we don't know what's going on in that deal. And for Toronto, we know that Ananobi is out, and that's really the only player who's not in there. So in terms of streaming in for Yahoo Points Leagues, with Ananobi out, maybe Pirtle still getting fixed in terms of where his role is. I think that the big sneeze, Precious Achua, is at least worth you know, having a squiz at. I think that there is something in um, in paying attention to him just with the... Well, he's a, he's a decent enough Points League player in general. Um, and we just don't know where Pirtle's going to be at. We don't know what their rotation's going to be like. It's it's a lot of um, uh, ups and downs, I guess, with that whole with that whole situation and that whole roster at the moment in Toronto. So I, th- I think there is an opportunity for us to an opportunity for us to use Precious Achua for at least one more day with the absence of Ananobi. Killian Hayes in Detroit is a pretty good stream option. I think like in a points league, I wouldn't say he's a must roster, but he's worth looking at here. Uh, Alf Stewart, probably worth looking at. Is that you, Mr. Stewart? Well, who the hell else do you think it'd be? 
Get in here, you pair of flaming galahs. Yeah, look, I don't love him as a long-term guy, but yes, with the Wiseman situation up in the air and Bay not there, so neither of those guys are going to play most likely, regardless of which way that trade goes. Uh, Xavier T. Ilman will probably start. Maybe it's a minute split. Maybe he plays 30. Maybe he plays 18. We don't know. It's not a business we want to be in uh, as an ongoing thing, but as a stream option when there are two games on, yeah, we look at that, and that's well, the name under it I should have mentioned as well, Brandon Clark. So both of those guys are stream options. You've got Chris Boucher in Toronto as well, who is going to be impacted when... Um, you know, Ananobi returns when Pirtle's playing full minutes, but for now, he's at least a streamer. Uh, oh, mate, Dylan Brooks. The world. I think Brooks fouled out yesterday in like 15 minutes. Um, but he's always at least an option for points leagues. He's definitely not a must-roster guy because, you know, the sound drop. But he's an option here for us. And Tyus Jones, we've had a lot of situations where Ja Morant sat out games on the weekend. I don't think he's going to sit out here, but Jones is always an option to have a look at um, because random stuff happens with Morant seemingly all the time. On ESPN points leagues, we use a cutoff of 30% rostered. So if you're rostered under 30% of leagues, then you're fair game for me to talk about as someone to add. And it remains staggering to me that there are 80% of leagues that are inactive over on ESPN because Jalen Duran's available in 80% of leagues. How that's possible, I've got no idea. I know some of it is part of their four center limit situation, which again, let me, I tweeted this out today. Let me state this again. If your league, if you play in a league and you have a four center limit, it is a terrible setup and it needs to change next season. Write it down, email it directly to your commissioner now. You should never have a four center limit. And on ESPN, that is the default. Conversely, if you play on Yahoo, you should never have a lineup where you have to start two centers. It makes no sense for any of those things to be real. So make a note, email your commissioner. Don't have two starting centers on Yahoo. Don't have a four center uh, acquisition or yeah, roster limit on ESPN. They are dumb. They are stupid. I can talk about it till I'm blue in the face. I can tweet it at Yahoo and ESPN as much as possible. I can email them privately, which I have done. And it doesn't seem to change. So you have to make the change as commissioners or people influencing your commissioners. These are stupid settings. Anyway, Jalen Duran's available in 80% of leagues, so that's sick. Killian Hayes is a pretty good stream. Precious Achura, Xavier Tillman, uh, sorry, Xavier Tillman, um, Isaiah Stewart, Tyus Jones, a lot of the same names as useful on a Yahoo Points League setting are useful in an ESPN Points League setting here too. Grant Williams, efficiency does matter more in an ESPN Points League, and Williams is very touch and go, but some of the value that he provides is inefficiency, so there's uh, not, not inefficiency, it is the value comes from efficiency. That's a better way of phrasing that. And then there is, of course, old mate Alec Burks. Alec Burks. Although, I don't know what Burks' role is going to be. He's like, after that, you know, starting foray. But just a quick aside, how many uh, trade showcases happened that ended up leading to trades? Any of that happen? Again, we love, as fantasy managers, finding reasons and inventing reasons that we've heard parroted around as to why this player is going to have this value. Like, oh, but they'll he'll get this value here and they'll showcase him for a trade. Or they'll do this to showcase him for a trade. Um, that, that's one what I'm going on about at the moment. When in reality, it's not real. It's not a real thing. It doesn't happen. The, which of the guys that got traded were showcased for trades? Maybe I'm completely missing someone. Was Mason Plumlee showcased for a trade? Is that what you're going to, like, you could suggest that? And they got one second round pick back? What did it do? It didn't do anything for his value. Didn't improve his value whatsoever. Sadiq Bey was benched and got traded. 
Like I showcasing for trades is not a real thing. And the starting of Alec Burks was not for that because again, he did not get traded. Just always something to be aware of. People will find the little skerrick of thing. I remember having an argument with someone. Um, they'll say, well, you know, Nolan Smith this big game. There's, they're going to play him 20 minutes and not up until the deadline to showcase him for a deal. Uh, so I'm going to hold on to him. I, it's just, we try and find any edge we can and often just trip over ourselves um, making those decisions that history and reality tells us is just like the biggest, like 0.0002% chance of actually paying off and you're just better off following logic and, and um, the most likely outcome usually. I hope that makes sense. If there's an, uh, someone, something I'm completely missing about a trade showcase of players traded, please, if you're on Yahoo, drop it in the comments. Oh, no, Yahoo, YouTube, drop it in the comments. Maybe I've just missed something completely and I'm being blinded by my own biases against trade showcasing. It's possible. Today's episode is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. In 2023, as a small business owner or a hiring manager, Success depends on the team members that you surround yourself with. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. With LinkedIn Jobs, you can hire qualified candidates more efficiently by matching open roles with the people who have skills, values, and experiences to help you achieve your goals. Now, I'm not a small business owner, but my partner is. So she's always on LinkedIn trying to find people to make the best out of her business. And LinkedIn is something that you know, she's really focusing in on using because it is bringing tremendous value to her business. LinkedIn goes beyond resume data using insights from your job post company and the 875 million member profiles to put your post in front of the most qualified candidates. Identify the most qualified candidates on LinkedIn jobs and connect with them fast and for free. It's why small businesses ranked LinkedIn, num LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the qualified candidates that you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on MBA. That's linkedin.com slash locked on MBA to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Let's go to category leagues now. Who are we streaming in for the individual categories? Maybe just to give us that little edge over the top and win our week 17 matchup. For the points category, Precious Achua, that's sort of what he can do. Dylan Brooks, that's all that he can do. Chris Boucher, pretty good scoring option. But as you'll see, it's very, very hard. It is very hard to find a good point scorer on the waiver wire for Sunday. Um, Alec Burks, he might play 15 minutes. Tyus Jones, he might play 18 minutes and score seven points. Peyton Pritchard, he might play zero minutes, but he also could pop off and get some minutes with Smart and Brown out. Grant Williams, he might have nine points on two shots, or he might have 17 points on six, six shots. Like, these are tough. And then you've got MC, Hamadou, Diallo. Who's playing like 17 minutes a night, but can have those nights where he goes 70% on five shots and gets you 14 quick points. It's very hard out there to get someone off your waiver wire to influence the points category. The top three are the ones I'd really focus on, Achua, Brooks, and Boucher, but they are wildly inconsistent and hit or miss. For three-pointers, Sam House is going to have a role, and basically every shot that he takes is going to be a three. So he could easily have five to four threes. This is a lot easier to find streamers. I guess you could put Sam Hauser even in the points um, streaming category, because if he hits four threes, that's 12 points. Um, Peyton Pritchard hit some threes. Isaiah Livers with the Wiseman Bay thing up in the air. Livers is going to have to play more minutes. And he doesn't do much else, but he bombs threes. He could have three or four of them as well. 
Dylan Brooks, <laughs> sure. Uh, Alec Burks, Grant Williams, Tyus Jones, a lot of the same names. And Luke Kennard should be ready. The Ducks should be ready to make his um, Grizzlies debut. They've sent Zaire Williams down to the G League, which makes me think that Kennard is ready to go. Will, will Kennard play minutes over Johnny Conchar? Probably. How many will he get? I don't know, but we know what Luke Kennard's there for. That's to shoot threes, and he's like a 44% three-point shooter. For rebounding, um, again, Achua, Boucher, Xavier, T. Illman. These guys, every one of these category players is available in 50% plus of leagues. Um, Grant Williams, some okay rebounding options there. Santi Aldama, who's probably like an 18, 19 minute a night player, but you might get four or five boards there. Sammy Hauser, pretty big player, uh, tall enough to get you a couple of boards if the, he's going to get those 30 minutes. Um, Thaddeus Young, and then Hamadou Diallo, who's like listed as a small forward, but basically plays like a center. And with Wiseman and Bayon up there, there is an opportunity for him to get some extra minutes playing that sort of um, wing slash center role. The old, um, it's like almost the Gary Payton role that for Golden State last season. Looks like a guard, but plays offense like a center. Uh, assists, good luck. Ty Jones, absolutely the clear best option out there to stream in for assists. Corey Joseph, unbelievably, is playing minutes. He's playing like 14 to 18 minutes. That might be enough for five or six assists. And while we can shit on Corey Joseph because of his outsized role at times in Dwayne Casey's um, career, he's not playing that much this season, but he's back in the rotation and he can get assists. Dylan Brooks, maybe gets you one assist, maybe gets you three. Tillman's a pretty good um, passing center. So get two or three there, maybe. Alec Burks, if he gets minutes. Grant Williams has actually got six assist upside. He won't hit it very often. But he can get there. Peyton Pritchard, yeah, maybe. Pritchard, this is where we get rough, man. Pritchard to for assists. He might get one. He might get one assist, but at least I know that he's going to get minutes. So when you're real desperate, like you can get some assists. That's obviously not who you're targeting to get your assists in, though. Like I, I would I would hope that's pretty obvious. Today's episode is also brought to you by Fanjul. The midway point of the NBA season is here, and now is the perfect time to download Fanjul, America's number one sportsbook, because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Download the Fanjul Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use, and then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scorers and even threes drained. I wonder if they've got the odds up for the games on Super Bowl Sunday. I'm just going to have a look at the old Fangio. They don't have them up just yet, but we can have a look at other stuff that they've got. What's, what's this? Dallas and Sacramento for... So you got number of dunks. How many dunks in the first quarter? Zero. One. Two. Can you, you can bet on that. First, first, um, first basket, Luka Doncic, plus 340. Harrison Barnes, plus 800. Kyrie Irving, plus 600. There are so many different bets over at Fangio. And they even let you combine those bets at a chance at a bigger payout with the same game parlay. So don't miss the chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to fangio.com slash locked on. That's fangio.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with Fangio, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. And don't forget to gamble responsibly. Let's stream in some steals now. Xavier Tillman is a very good steals guy. It's almost a little bit reminiscent of Andre Drummond as a steal streamer, as a center. He's pretty good at it. Dylan Brooks, yep, he's good there. Thad Young, one of the best steals streaming forwards of all time. And he might get rotation minutes. I don't know, he might. Um, Hamadou Diallo, Tyus Jones, and then you get down to Achua, Boucher, and Williams. And they just might get a steal just from being on the court. They're not known as good steals guys, but at least they've got a solid and consistent enough role. For blocks, good luck. <laughs> with all of these, good luck. Boucher, absolutely the best one out there. And then you go to Achua and Tillman, who have had pretty poor numbers as big men for blocks this season, but they're at least playing at uh, big man positions. Santi Aldama can get you two in 19 minutes. 
Isaiah Livers maybe gets a block. The Moose, Mike Muscala, he's a he's a threes and blocks guy. And if I knew he was playing 20 minutes, he'd be a three-point streamer as well. But look, it gets pretty rough down here. Grant Williams is maybe a half-block guy, so he gets none. And then Sam Hauser, look, maybe maybe he gets you like a block. I think he averages 0.2 or something a game. But with extra minutes, maybe he pushes to getting a block. It's pretty rough. Field goal percentage. There are only four guys that I have projected to be a positive influence on field goal percentage. Hamadou Diallo, really confident in that one. Xavier Tillman, pretty confident in that one. Thad Young, not really very confident in that one. And Precious Achua, not very confident in either. Again, I project all those guys to be positives, but those last two Raptors players, I don't feel particularly strongly about it. Free throw percentage, I feel more strongly about these players. Grant Williams, excellent free throw guy. Luke Kennard, one of the best. Alec Burks, good free throw guy. Corey Joseph, does he even take any? That's the risk there. Tyus Jones, very good free throw shooter. I like that one. Isaiah Livers, pretty strong shooter. Peyton Pritchard, pretty good free throw guy. And then Johnny Concha. Haven't done this for a while. Lil John Concha. Yeah! He's an interesting free throw percentage player. Now let's look at the next four days. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. We've got Monday as a high-volume day, Wednesday as a high-volume day. So how can we attack the low-volume days for streaming? There aren't many teams that play those two games. You'll see that Precious Achua has the game on Sunday and Tuesday. There's value in him. Grant Williams. Actually, the Celtics have three games in four nights. So real value in Grant Williams, but two low-volume days. Sam Houser's got two low-volume games, and Thad Young's got two low-volume games. Obviously, Raptors and Celtics. But then there's these players here who only have one low-volume game, but they're still worth grabbing. Dan Gafford. Like, it's worth grabbing a Dan Gafford, obviously. Drew Eubanks. Torrey Craig. Monte Morris. They project to have value on the low-volume days. If I just look at total value across those two days, Sunday and Tuesday, like adding like a Gafford, Eubanks, Craig, Morris, it's better than some real low-end two-game players. So they are they are useful enough. For the next four days in total, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, even including the big volume days, which are, who are players we're looking at? There's some obvious ones here who are still available, so they still might make my cutoff. Oh, hi, Mark. Yep, yep, Mark Williams. Like, he's an ad. He's got two games over the next four days. It doesn't matter. He's an ad regardless. Jalen Williams. Broncos country, let's ride. He's an ad. Kelly Linick with two games. He's an ad. Kyle Anderson with one game. He's an ad. Daniel Gafford with two games. He's an ad. All of those are absolute... 12-team guys got to have. Next one is Isaiah Hartenstein with two games, and that's a bit iffy, but I do think he's worth grabbing. Killian Hayes with two games over the next four nights. I think he's a 12-team. And Zach Collins is a pretty clear 12-team league ad. I don't think he'll be as good as he was yesterday. We'll get another data point on Saturday's game, and that'll be really interesting to see how Collins looks and how Branham looks and how Devontae Graham looks because you've got Jones and Sohan and Keldon Johnson all returning and how that impacts everyone is going to be really important to watch for us on Saturday. And guys, that'll do it for me today. Don't forget to follow this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on the Odyssey app. And if you're here on YouTube, thumb it up and leave your comments down below. Guys, we are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.